Hey there, lurkers. What do you think about Foundation Season 2 and Invasion Season 1, COD, MW3, and our top trilogy breakdown? Sounds like it's almost time for the Monopoly game at McDonald's. So let's lurk. I will get so fat. <laughs> My favorite thing, favorite thing growing up, the Monopoly game at McDonald's. Yeah, absolutely. Until they found out that it was a big scam and you can't what? even get what? a Harrier what? Jet what? for buying all the Pepsi no. points. But that that wasn't McDonald's. The Pepsi points was a Pepsi thing. Correct. But the McDonald's thing was a scam. Why was it? Why was it a scam? Why was it a scam? You're just hearing about this for the first time. Well, no. As it turns out, a bunch of people were like hoarding all of the cups and the fry boxes, and like selling them out of the backs of McDonald's to people, <laughs> like the, employees. On the black market. They would just yeah. like grab boxes and sell them. Mm-hmm. And as it turns out, McDonald's wasn't even like giving away the big prizes. They never those container thieves. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, it got real weird, and there was a big federal investigation, like FBI got involved. Now they're supposedly on the up and up, but stay tuned, and uh, ba-da-ba-ba-ba, we still love it. I'm eating it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I've started season two of The Foundation. If anybody remembers, there was a first season that... Everybody was kind of talking about, like, The Foundation is this Mm -hmm. beloved series, and it goes into a lot of weird, wild, science-y, timey-wimey stuff. That's that's my bag, baby. It starts off slow and explains things, and you're like, gosh, get on with it, nerds. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) And then about halfway through the season, you're like, yes, next button, yes. Keep giving me more. And then it stops and you're like, GD, I have to wait. How long until the next season comes out? Well, it's here, folks. Uh, I'm on episode four as of this recording. And you're on episode four already? It picks up right where it left leaves off almost immediately. And it's so okay. good. It's full of action and like family relationships that make you feel something and there's war brewing it's uh, i'm not gonna spoil it because i'm not done with it and okay we'll yeah once you catch up we'll have a full breakdown eventually but holy cow you have to get into this show if you're into sci-fi 100 percent worth your time there was a a lot of questions about how they were going to make this show when it first came out. Yeah. So my friend and your friend, Ethan, I was like, hey, Apple TV is coming out with this new show. It's called Foundation. You should read the book. You're you're a big reader. I haven't figured that out yet. Nerd. Asimov has this book. It is credited as the reason George Lucas made Star Wars. That makes perfect sense. <laughs> it totally does. And so... Because it has so much uh, fame and notoriety in the sci-fi world, when the show was going to come out, people were like, well, hold on, wait a minute. This series spans thousands of years. How are you going to make this into a a show series? 
And I think I made it a few episodes in before saying, I don't know if I'm ready. <laughs> but, but Scott, that was, I think, before I realized that, like, what most Apple TV shows do is have this really slow lead time mm-hmm. until you finally get to this place where it's just fast, fast, fast. Unless you're apparently hijack. Because uh, our friend of the show, Joel, who is not screwed, <laughs> he said it just like, Yet. boom, kicks right off and just you're going 100 miles an hour. Well, yeah, you're in an airplane. That makes sense. Probably faster. Yeah. You can't get off the ground unless you're going that fast. Yeah. We're talking a lot about Apple TV Plus shows right now, and that's fine. I started watching Invasion because so many people were like, dude, you got to watch this show. Me included. You love, you love sci-fi things. And so I'm on episode four, and it is my nightly routine. Right before I go to bed, I set set my phone down, and I start watching, and I get done with the episode. I'm like, how the F am I going to follow? <laughs> Because the melatonin It's really in. great. Yeah. But I might have narcolepsy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's another one, too, where I had to slog through the first half, maybe first three quarters of the season. Because I was expecting some big alien fight war movie, and I was wrong. It's, it's all about how families interact with each other and react to an actual alien invasion that's happening. Now, the last quarter... This is not spoilers for you, but the last quarter or last third of the season involves a lot more of the things you're expecting going into it, or at least what the trailer alludes to. Okay. And the trust me, Willie, the payoff comes. The tantric will <laughs> finally allow for release. And once again, cool. the very last episode, you're like, son of a bitch, I have to wait <laughs> until season two. Give it to me now. Well, I think we've got plenty of stuff to watch right now because clearly there is a huge backlog of shows that are out there. We are speaking eating good things that have been going for now 20 plus years. Oh, okay. The time thing. Yeah. COD MW3 was just announced Mm. this past week. Mm. My... Second favorite game, probably all-time most played game, is the Call of Duty franchise. What's your first one? Um, Destiny. You're welcome. Thanks. We'll talk about that <laughs> next week. As as we're recording this, we haven't quite heard Destiny's new update for the new season and some of the things coming in the final shape, so we're not going to allude to them right now. But... Call of Duty, I think, in many ways, has set the stage for what the best multiplayer game experience can be. And so they're bringing a lot of that to the new game this uh, fall, I think. So I just want to talk to you a little bit, Scott. I know you're not a huge fan of multiplayer games, right? Uh, I think you kind of play into that a little bit. This is welcome to our therapy session, lurkers. <laughs> Willie doesn't realize it, but Scott's about to burn his ass. Oh, daddy? <laughs> There's a reason I put this on here, because number one, the trailer looked amazing. 
And uh, I, I don't play Call of Duty like Willie was alluding to because they took away the the campaign. They removed it and they said, this is just going to be a multiplayer game. So it ripped out the only thing I was really invested in. Uh, so I've stepped away. Now, I've tried to play multiplayer with Willie and Ethan. And they ostracized me because I wasn't competitive enough. Because I, cause Correct. I, cause I couldn't hear well enough to be in the top. And No, uh, no. Yes. It's not the ears. Yes. No. You said, and I quote, Scott, I, I don't know if you can, uh, I just don't know if you can do this game as well as everybody else because you can't hear the footsteps. I have said that, but that's number two of the things that that it's frustrating to play with you. No, number one is I just suck. <laughs> no, it's not that you suck. It's that you're too scared. What are you talking about? <laughs> listen, listen. Okay, you get a group of four. Lurkers, for those, like, Derek, I know that you play Call of Duty. When you've got four players, and you're like, hey, I see enemies in this building. Uh-huh. They don't know we're here, but we're here. We know they're there. So all of us, together, go. We're all going to go. We're all going to rush in. We're going to shoot. If one person goes down, guess what? It's going to be fine because there's three other people to fuck them up. <laughs> Except when we play the game, Scott goes, I'm going to go hang over in this building. I'll see you guys later. So what ends up happening is us fucking idiots all die. And Scott's like, <laughs> everything's fine, guys. I'm going to go lay in the lake and I'll come out at the end of the game. You don't play as a team. You play as a wiener. <laughs> uh, I was just, uh, yeah, you're right. I didn't, I didn't know how to play the game. So I just, <laughs> I usually ran so in let the me other just, direction. But let's talk let about this share. game. Let's talk about this game. Yes, because, because I think you might like this. They brought back the campaign that is highlighted. It's been going for a while. Like maybe the last two. And even the first one wasn't even like a full campaign. It was like, here's a little teaser. Modern Warfare 2. Full campaign. Amazing campaign. It was long. It was way longer than I was expecting. At the end of that <laughs> campaign, which took like, I, I think the campaign was probably like 10 hours of playtime. Sure. 10 hours. Not worth a $70 game. By itself. Because that's not what you're paying for. Right. That's uh, that's the amuse bouche, and so you get done with that, and then you go into the all the other stuff. Well, then they came out with another game in between. That's the one that we're on right now. I played the I played the campaign, and the campaign is good. Okay, and so this one, this campaign, Scott, takes all of them and just continues to add. It's this story that just keeps going and keeps going. And so, like, if you want a robust story where you can play in a way that you want to, that's what they're bringing to this game. It sounds So, fun. like, in the trailer, you saw the little, like, splinter cell type guy. Uh-huh. Well, they say that you can go in quiet, reserved, like, stealthy, or you can go in guns a-blazing and you can build your setup to play how you want to. That might be the only thing that I really get into is that instead of it just be like giant firefight all the time, now I can kind of like sneak in 
from the bottom of the lake (laughs) 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 and kill people silently a la stealth kill spy games are. It's going to be at night, though, so it's going to be a little too scary for you. Maybe. Yeah. I'm definitely (laughs) going to buy it on the first summer sale. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, that game might not be the top of my list, but the tops of our list in the previous episode are trilogies that we know and love. So, Willie and I are going to break down our top trilogy picks from the Game of Subjective because... Honestly, this list was crazy. Maybe in, after like 18, things kind of started falling off. And I'm like, I've never heard of this. Why is this on here? Yeah. And another thing, uh, too, that I found very interesting about the trilogies on this list were some of them had like a really good first movie and just okay second and third movies. Like The Matrix. Neither yeah. of us picked The Matrix. Which I mean, Matrix 1, amazing. Matrix 2 and 3, we probably could have done without. Yeah, the the first movie, I think, was like industry setting. But then you get to number two and you're like, okay. And then you get to three and you're like, yeah, they should have been named like Money Grab and The Quest for Even More Money. The Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, we just look at the list here. I picked Lord of the Rings. I didn't even have to say the extended edition because Easy. that trilogy is beautiful from start to finish. Every single year, there is part of me. I hear like the... And I'm immediately drawn to like, okay, I have to drop what I'm doing. Like a zombie, I just walk back to the television and I fire up whatever streaming service it's on. And I just sit down for six hours and watch the whole thing. And then, like an idiot, I go back and I watch the Hobbit series. And then you ruin it. You're like, I'm never going to watch these movies ever again. Exactly. So you Scott, agree. I don't... I agree. Lord of the Rings was an incredible first pick. The thing that surprised me most is that the list I sent you, which was from Empire, didn't include the original Star Wars trilogy. What, what are you talking about? That was your first pick. I know. I added it because I was going through this list and I was like, it's, "How d- it picked the prequels. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yes. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's number two. It's literally after Lord of the Rings. Oh, it is. I didn't get all the way that far. <laughs> Who's the goose? Why do I even do this? <laughs> We're really fortunate that Willie is the main editor of the show because sometimes you guys just don't get you don't know (laughs) i try to keep it that way you know i don't like feeling like an idiot i know but just happens we just have to we have to embrace our idiotness how how did i end up from this list getting number two and three you skipped back to the future only because just like the matrix i feel like the second and third movies which are carbon copies just in a different time setting, don't necessarily make it for uh, an audience-pleasing trilogy. Now, I could be totally wrong, and you know that could be like for me, for everybody else, a huge nostalgia thing, and 
Because honestly, like if you ask you me, you even what said my, it was your favorite. It's my favorite. It might be my favorite movie, the first one of all mm, time. Okay. And so I just wanted to pull that bias out of the <laughs> out of the game and try to attract a wider audience. Sure. But I would say that the Indiana Jones trilogy, I don't like the second one. I like the first one and I like the last one. Second one really doesn't really do anything for me, even though it spawned the career of Ki Hai Kwan, and it's it's got like one of the most iconic Kali Ma like heart ripping scenes. Oh, you know, yeah. monkey brains. I have always been fascinated by what those taste like because of that show. Or the line Indy Indy. Yeah, there's there's just so much that comes out of it, but I just didn't like it probably because I was scared when I watched it the very first time. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> oh man, I mean at 84 you were four years old So yeah, it's that tracks. I, I watched it probably when I was five And <laughs> probably shouldn't have <laughs> uh, But I think that's a strong number two To have on the list Yeah, I think that I think that's fair So like There's some interesting omissions from our lists I want to get to those here in a second But I went deep for Mighty Ducks. It was for my me, fifth easily. It was going to be my number five if it mm-hmm. survived, even though I I thought we would be battling for it. So I thought maybe you would jump and take it a little too high. The third movie, I don't like, but the first two are iconic. That I think that's fair. The third movie's weird. Like they go to like a prep school. Yeah. After playing in the Olympics? What where? Do you want to hear something weird? A coworker of mine mm-hmm. is an extra uh, in that movie. A lot of my friends were extras in that movie. What? Yeah, they found out in the paper somehow that they just go and sit and apply, and <laughs> they were just like, "Yep, you, not you, you, you." Just and then like wear red and scarves and God, hats you have and stuff. old friends. That I hate to tell you this, Willie, but that movie is <laughs> just as old as you are, if not older. Don't, don't. Uh, so some some ones that we didn't add to our list die hard Mm -hmm. that's a really good trilogy do you want to know why i didn't put die hard on there because you hate bruce willis who doesn't uh because i haven't seen number one or two you haven't seen the first die hard no brie and i started watching it and we didn't finish okay you have until december 31st to watch that movie and you should watch it probably December 25th because everybody says oh, it's a Christmas I... movie. Okay. Because there's a Christmas party at the beginning? Come on. I know. It's it's all lies. Hearsay and conjecture. The original Spider-Man trilogy? That that was on my list. It, I was fighting in my head, Mad Max or Spider-Man? Mad Max or Spider-Man? And I screwed it up. <laughs> I'm such an idiot. And then uh, my... My backup number five, ha- had you not let Terminator slip through, was Austin Powers, mm-hmm. which is so funny and like created Mike Myers. I remember going and seeing it in the theater at the same time that I saw, or at least in my head, at the same time I saw um, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. I think it was around the same time. But yep, to this day, I remember one of my friends said... You have to go see Austin Powers. I literally peed my pants laughing in the movie theater. It was so funny. <laughs> go back and watch it. 
You can uh, you can watch it on a streaming site, and it's not good. What are you talking about? It's still good. I I implore you to go and start the first one. Start watching it. It's on Max, the place for HBO. You'll get you'll get like halfway through and be like, it's not what I thought it was. I pro- I promise. I watched his most recent thing, the uh, the Pentaveret on Netflix, and it's okay. basically him trying to do the whole shtick where I play every single character, and I'm really funny because I got these one-liners, and it, it, it made me nostalgic. So I did. I did go back and watch Austin Powers. Recently. Uh, six months ago, beginning of the year. Oh, and yeah, I got tired of it like halfway through. (laughs) (laughs) You're a liar. (laughs) So I can't believe that we skipped the Godfather. I can because here's, here's my blasphemy of the week, Willie. I've never seen any of the movies. Me neither. <laughs> you can tell we're not oh. cinephiles. No, we're so dumb. I was going to put Scream on my list, by the way. Oh, yeah. I, that was never making my list. <laughs> <laughs> Even though it's oh, still going. Uh, these, I think, it, it's a great list. I'll put it in the show notes. Um, I would love to know what everybody else's top three trilogies are. Yeah, so let us know in the comments if you made it this far in the episode. <laughs> True. That's our show, you lovely lurkers. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Please rate and review wherever you lurk. We appreciate your love. So let's remember, be kind to one another out there. And we will see you next week. Yeah.